now going live on uh, YouTube on the Comedy Schools channel. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going live in just 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. We are live on Facebook Live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dads, children of all persuasion. And welcome to Living on a Thin Line Saturday Night Special Comedy Jubilee Edition. My name is Tony Visig. Your name is whatever I decide it is. That's what I have decided. We've got a great uh, show for you this evening. This is the one day of the week where we don't do a regular 2 p.m. broadcast, but instead do a 7 p.m. Uh, broadcast. We figured Saturday night, let's do some Saturday night stuff. We even dress up a little bit for you. I am wearing, uh, check this out. Look at that. Look at that. There you go. I am dressed in my Buffalo Bill uh, regalia. So uh, got on a, a nice uh, uh, Western jacket for you. Uh, a shirt I dug up out of the closet. We dress up for Saturday night. Saturday night is happening. Hello, Kelly Wilson. Hello, Sandy DePerna. Good to see both of you. We're waiting for more people to show up. I got great stuff for you tonight. I hope you had a wonderful Saturday. Um, we had a Saturday that seemed uh, almost normal. And uh, I think probably of the days of the week that can seem the most normal right now, Saturday would be that day. Uh, for oh so many people, they work Monday through Friday where they commute to an office or a factory or a store or more and then commute back home. Uh, Sundays, uh, a lot of people go to church, um, but Saturdays is usually the free day where you go shopping and do chores around the house, etc. I know there's massive exceptions to this, but uh, for many of us, Saturday seems like the most normal day. Now, keep in mind, for us, oftentimes Saturday was a work day. For instance, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we were supposed to have the fabulous and funny John Gregory at Vito's Restaurant in Mesa. Uh, Vito's, we have been doing shows there now going on seven years. Uh, the hottest little comedy club in the greater Phoenix area in a wine cellar in the uh, downstairs in the best Italian restaurant west of the Mississippi, Vito's. Uh, there since 1949. For years, we did stand-up comedy shows there. Right now, Vito's is closed, and those stand-up comedy shows are on uh, hiatus, but they will be back. So we did a lot of stuff. I'm just getting rid of uh, announcements there. We did a lot of stuff on Saturday, but our Saturday days were uh, usually dedicated to being a little bit more relaxed. We were a little more relaxed today, uh, doing chores either in the garage or in the backyard. I was working on the backyard today. Um, we did go uh, into town, which is like two miles from where we are, and did some shopping, and that felt kind of normal. So uh, it was a good day, and I hope you had a good day as well. And that includes even you, Mike Ramsey, who just waved to me. So um, that was it. I got uh, some big announcements before I get into the stuff. You know what I do is I show you fun stuff. I recommend music. Um, that is uh, uh, my great passion. And uh, I got something here where I said I wasn't going to have any more of these. But I got one, and I'm going to show it with you in a minute. Show it to you in a minute. Uh, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, all right? And it's going to be posted up right when I'm finished with the show. It'll be right above where the, uh, the final posting for this show uh, will be. Uh, I love it when you guys all watch live, but you can also check it out uh, afterwards because uh, we leave it up on Facebook. Uh, and we leave it up on YouTube as well and on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. You can listen or watch. Either way, uh, I'll be posting the ticket link for tomorrow night's first ever Tony Visick Presents Zoom show. I want to thank the comics that are doing it for a couple of reasons. Those comics are 
Travis Minor, Abadav Goyle, and DJ Payne, three of the funniest guys I know in Phoenix. And uh, I'm working with the people who work with me. Uh, I believe in giving back to those that give to you. And these guys have given so much. Uh, they are wonderful guys. Uh, and we just started promoting the show yesterday. Okay, now starting tomorrow, I'll be promoting a, a Saturday or Sunday night show for next week. We have a week to let you know about it. A lot of, a lot of people know about it. But this show, we were able just to uh, get the technology, we think, straightened out to be able to do a great presentation. Uh, so uh, we've only had a couple of days to promote this show, but I promote it right now. Uh, you can find it on my Facebook page. If you scroll my Facebook page, you'll see a link to be able to purchase tickets for this show tomorrow night, Sunday night, 7 p.m. special event. Tony Vizic presents. Uh, and I'm gonna, the comics get paid. We got to find ways to pay each other. Okay, we got to find ways to pay each other. I don't know. Some people have gotten their stimulus checks. Some people haven't gotten their stimulus checks. Some people are getting their SBA loans. Some people aren't getting their SBA loans. Some people got an emergency loan. Some people didn't. But for the most part, all of us are on our own. Here in Arizona, if you're a gig worker, even though they've got uh, rules to allow gig workers to collect unemployment, it's still difficult to collect unemployment, uh, and especially for comics. So we're going to start getting the comics paid. All right, the comics are going to get paid. I will not be taking the lion's share of this. I'm doing an equal portion, and we'll also be donating to um, uh, food banks here in the local area. Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, please check out that show. Please check it out. It's only $10, and you'll be doing it. Uh, you'll love the show. They're funny guys. They're funny, and it's, it's for a good cause. We're going to find a way to get all of us paid together. Okay. So, uh, so far, no one's mentioned my jacket, which I think is... Uh, or my collarless shirt. No one is. Uh, do you not see there? Here, let me lean back. See that? Look at that. Huh? That is a sharp jacket. All right? Saturday nights, I dress up for you guys. I dug this out of the closet. And uh, uh, Tina and Mike Lawson are watching. Uh, anyway, I got stuff to show you, and I'm going to start showing it to you now. I'd also like to mention this. I, um, You know, I'm a pretty, um, I'm a political junkie like a lot of you, but that doesn't make me an expert by any stretch of the imagination like a lot of you. And uh, with the advent of social media, we've all seemed to become uh, political experts and joke writers. Um, and I've been getting some pretty nasty comments on some of the jokes and quips I have put up that uh, are dealing with some of the hot issues of the day. And those hot issues being, uh, you know, fire and bleach into your butt or whatever. So um, I'm not going to put up with that. I've had people go on and say some ugly things. And sometimes it's people I like saying some ugly things. And... Uh, uh, if you're going to be ugly, you're going to get blocked, okay? So that probably won't be a, um, uh, that probably won't be make much different in your world, but I'm just getting notices right now where some guy's saying some, some horrible stuff to people that I like. So um, I just thought I'd throw that in. Okay, let's get to stuff. What have I got to show you tonight? What's going to be fun? Uh, Arthur Belkind says, you look like Buffalo Bill from the Howdy Doody Show. That is Arthur Belkind in a nutshell, a compliment along with an insult that takes away the compliment. Thank you very much. Arthur Belkine, all right? Um, so uh, here, here's what I got right here. This is cool. This is cool. Uh, didn't you wear that at our bus stop? I don't know. So uh, 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 the Lawsons are asking if I wore this when we were in high school together back in high school and junior high in House Springs, Missouri. Um, and the answer is um, I don't think I had a fringe. Yeah, maybe I had one for a short period of time. This is not the original one, but this is pretty cool. 
People ask me where I got it. There used to be these incredible antique stores in Tempe, Arizona that uh, Shirley and I used to shop in. Uh, I used to work Saturday mornings. I worked full-time doing promotions and workshops and stuff at the Tempe Improv at one time. Saturdays, I was often in there uh, preparing for a show that night, but not a full day. And um, Shirley and I would, Shirley would come up and we'd go to these antique shops. I got this in an antique shop. I've had very little reason to wear it, but I, I promised myself on Saturday night I'd start dressing up. You know, and you should dress up too. You should dress up and you watch this show. Give yourself reasons to dress up. Give yourself, if right now your entire schedule has been thrown out the window, create a new schedule. I say to you, create a new schedule. Very political there. Mikey Burnham, good old Mikey Burnham's watching. All right, let me show you. Okay, here we go. It's a football. Yes, it is. Yes, it is a football. But it has a name on it. And I don't know if you can make it out. And YouTubers, I don't know if you can make it out. And on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com, you can't see it, so you can't make it out. So I'm going to tell you who this football belonged to, and it's a special football. And it is autographed by none other than the great Chicago Bear, Doug Plank. Doug Plank, great cornerback for the Chicago Bears. Tough as nails, nice as pie. Later on went, into, went on to coach Arena League football. I've kind of lost track of him. Probably one of the most decent, uplifting, wonderful men I have ever met. Someone who I just looked up to, someone that makes you feel good just when you're talking to him, Doug Plank. He was one of the toughest, toughest, and hardest-hitting football players in the NFL in his day. This football, this is the last pass ever thrown by Joe Namath on Monday Night Football. was intercepted by Doug Plank, and it was this football, and Doug Plank signed it and gave it to me. So that's our little knick-knack paddywhack for the day. Autograph Doug Plank. Look him up. The name was backwards to us. Yeah, I know. Everything on Facebook is uh, backwards, Sandy. It's a mirror image. I don't know why it does that. Uh, but on YouTube, it's not. But it's Doug Plank, the great Chicago Bear. This was the last pass ever thrown by Joe Namath on Monday Night Football and intercepted by Doug Plank. And this is the ball. And he signed it and gave it to me. Doug Plank was the guy, whenever he talked, it was like everything was exciting. Tony! I just had a great day today. I went to the store and there was a sale. And he would just, everything with him was great passion, great energy, great guy. Look him up. He's a fascinating man. Doug Plank, easy to do. P-L-A-N-K. Doug Plank. <clears throat> All right, now, I said that we weren't going to do these anymore. We started out, we started out this show showing you uh, bobbleheads. I thought that'll be, it's kind of a visual thing. We'll be able to show people. It's goofy and silly. And since this is your daily diversion, your daily distraction from all the, uh, uh, all the silliness and strife that is going on, uh, and it's not all silliness, I'm not, but uh, all the strife and, and sadness and sorrow and uh, frustration. Uh, Sandy DePurge says, no offense, but it needs some air. Yeah, I know, but Sandy, it's, that's how he gave it to me. It's like that. It's like it's original stuff. It's like if I got one of those uh, statues from Rome with the arms cut off and I put them back on. That's my thought anyway, Sandy. Maybe I should put some air in it. Um, I don't know if it hold any air. It might be broken. So, uh, hello, Renee Hart. Hello, Trey Goodman. So that was an autographed Doug Plank, Chicago Bear. I started out this, uh, uh, this entire event showing you bobbleheads. I'm going, I want this to be a distraction. Talk about anything else except for all the insanity that's going on. So we got something else to think about because that's important. Because new thinking leads to new ideas and new thinking can lead to some wonderful stuff. All right? And then I ran through my whole bobblehead collection, which isn't, a, I'm going this way like you can see it. It's right over 
there. Um, uh, and I don't really have a bobblehead collection. I just got a couple of them people gave them to me, and I started buying them at yard sales. But I'm not into bobbleheads like some people are. Okay, but uh, she says it looks like a Tom Brady football. <laughs> Sandy says the deflated ball looks like a Tom. Uh, Sandy, you were one of the greatest. If you guys don't know, if you're watching, Sandy DePerna Phillips, who I knew as Sandy DePerna, was there at the at the creation of the entire stand-up comedy scene. Uh, what became the Road? Uh, she was such an important, integral part of the Road. She was the booker of the legendary Richmond Comedy Club. Uh, booked all the Comedy Zones, Tom Sobel stuff, her own stuff. So many comics who went on to become millionaires and billionaires and household names today started out with Sandy. Uh, and I love her, and she was kind enough for many years to be my uh, agent on the road, got me into so many great clubs, believed in me uh, when I didn't believe in myself, which I kind of still don't most of the time, but uh, I just think the world of you, Sandy, and not only were you one of the greatest bookers and one of the greatest friends to comics in the history of our business, uh, but... You're funny. I showed you that football go. It looks like a Tom Brady football. Uh, there's other people on here, too, who are important to the industry today, and I want to thank you for watching, and you know who you are. I don't call you out unless you wave. If someone waves and I say so-and-so is here, but some people just want to watch anonymously. But there's a, uh, at least one other person on here who's in a very important member of our industry currently, and we uh, thank you for watching. All right. So I was talking about bobbleheads. So... All right, you can get mad at me if you want. The Goodwill store in our town opened. They've got a lot of good social distance stuff going on. It's a Goodwill store. You know, sometimes we give stuff to Goodwill, and we go in there, and we go, are we buying back our own junk? Uh, but I found this bobblehead. All right, hold on, hold on. Hold on, whoa, 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 I almost lost a little hockey stick. It's got a hockey stick and everything. There it is. Okay, there's the bobblehead. You see it on YouTube. And I like it because the head bobbles. Uh... Sandy says, I love you, but you don't get the speech every time I watch one of these. Yeah, I know, but um, people need to be acknowledged, you know? So uh, that'll be the last time that I mentioned that Sandy DePerna was uh, uh, an important and wonderful human being. Uh, just, I'll just say that she's a wonderful human being. Okay, this bobblehead is uh, Max Domi. And if you know hockey, you know Max Domi. But I don't know hockey, so I don't know Max Domi. I just thought it was a cool bobblehead because, look, the head bobbles great. Look at that. And it's got a, a hockey stick that goes in his hand. So I thought this was a cool bobblehead. So I'm showing you the bobblehead. We have now showed you one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think this is our 11th bobblehead. And keep in mind, I don't collect bobbleheads. So uh, yet I have 11. And that tells you a little bit of something about me. Maybe I'm a little bit of a pack rat. So we've showed you the Doug Plank autographed football. Um, we've had a couple people post a couple of jokes uh, and, and we showed you the bobblehead. Now let's get to the music, okay? Let's talk about what I'm going to recommend. We're going to go a little poetic tonight. That's what we're going to do. And we're going to start out with this fellow right here. There you go. Handsome young man. There you go. You can tell just by looking at him. He has poetry in his soul. Who are we looking at? This album is called Songs of Leonard Cohen. I've owned this since I was a kid. I mean, a little kid. Um, and I got to take it out of the sleeve to, um, Doug Payne says, I went to school with Doug Plank's daughter in Scottsdale. Yeah, he's a Scottsdale guy. So on this album, so many people know Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
which is a wonderful song, but he wrote it kind of late in his career. And then everybody in the world recorded it. And uh, he actually said he was kind of tired of listening to it. But on here is the song that made me fall in love with the music, poetry, and voice of Leonard Cohen. And it's Suzanne. It's one of the most stunning songs you will ever hear. Uh, also, uh, Master Song, Winter Lady, The Stranger Song, and Sisters of Mercy, all written by Leonard Cohen. Side two, So Long, Marianne. It's a great, great, great tune. So long, Marianne. Uh, hey, that's the way to say goodbye. Stories of the Street Teachers. And One of Us Cannot Be Wrong. The uh, two great songs, and they're all great songs on this album, are, of course, uh, Suzanne and So Long, Marianne. Uh, Tina, my class and say, if I, if, I, if I have 11 or anything, I'm a collector. All right, you're calling me out. All right? Uh, I guess I'm a collector. Uh, but I'm, you know what? I'm a lazy collector. It's not like I go out and seek out special bobbleheads. So if you don't know Leonard Cohen, or you only know a little Leonard Cohen, if you only know Hallelujah, and of course, everybody knows the great cynical song of all time. Uh, everybody knows. And uh, he references people in that song that I actually know. You know, I've gotten to a point in my life now, and I'm very, uh, I'm very happy and very comfortable in my life, but um, the threads of my life that sometimes pop up in media, and I go, oh, wow, I knew them when, is a little stunning. Uh, in um, Lou Reed's Take a Walk on the Wild Side, I know someone's referenced that song. I know someone who's referenced in uh, Everybody Knows. It's rather cryptic. I'm not going to get into it right now because it's not a uh, pleasant reference by him about that person. So let me listen to Leonard Cohen. If you've got a night where you can just get quiet, okay, just get quiet. And if you've got a room where you can maybe just have an amber light burning, and you've got a uh, record player or stereo system that uh, uh, has wood speakers, maybe rosewood so it, reminate, so it resonates through the wood so nicely, uh, maybe a sound system that even played low, play low, everything comes through crystal clear. Find a vinyl album by Leonard Cohen and put it on, and it will elevate you in ways I can't even describe. You have to be in the mood. You have to be willing to be taken places. It's not music that you listen to while you're going, hey, I'm just going to be you know, over here uh, trying to shove a sailboat into a bottle. Uh, hey, we're just going to be over here making a ham sandwich. Um, I've never tried to shove a sailboat into a bottle. I don't know why I made that reference. But if you get a chance to get, listen, to get quiet and listen, Listen to Leonard Cohen, okay? And you'll know that there's something beyond all of us. All right, there I go. All right, now the second album that's a little poetic here, uh, very poetic as a matter of fact, but we're going to hold different side of, the, uh, side of the poetry street. And may, matter of fact, working the street where uh, Leonard Cohen seemed to work uh, the soul uh, and mostly uh, love songs, but love songs beyond, you know, ooh-wah, ooh, I love you, you love me. Uh, this guy uh, was a bard of the alleys and the back alleys and the ragged people and the forgotten people. And, of course, I'm talking about this man right here. So glad that I have this record right here. And that's Mr. Uh, for using Comedy Schools Radio Network.com. This is Tom Waits, Heart of the Saturday Night. Now, on YouTube, you'll be able to make it out plainly. It's a guy who looks like he's from the 1940s smoking a cigarette and what appears to be a uh, not-yet-broken-inside lady of the evening. Tom Waits, a true poet of the streets, uh, 
on this album is and such an original, unique guy who seemed to do kind of like what the band the band did, where it was new music that sounded like it had been there forever. That's what Tom Waits was able to do. New coat of paint, San Diego Ser- Serenade, Semi Sweet, Shiver Me Timbers, Diamonds on My Windshield, and the song that just breaks my heart every time I hear it because it's you can see that Tom Waits that even in the ugliest of corners of society even in the most mundane and drab lives, saw the beauty and the poetry. And you'll hear that in The Heart of Saturday Night. Please listen to Heart of Saturday Night by Tom Waits. Give me your thoughts on it. Side two, uh, Fumbling with the Blues, Please Don't Tell My Baby, Depot Depot, uh, Drunk on the Moon, uh, Ghost, and then Ghost of Saturday Night, which is kind of a a refrain of uh, Heart of Saturday Night. What is my connection? I have a connection to Leonard Cohen, which I'm not going to talk about. Uh, my connection to uh, Tom Waits, and I'll talk about that, is uh, in the 80s for a while, I was friends with a guy named Chucky Weiss. Chucky Weiss had a band that was locally popular in Los Angeles called Chucky Weiss and the Goddamn Liars. They had a uh, kind of a small hit called What Am I Going to Do With All This Money? What am I do with all this money? What am I going to do with all this dough? Um, Tom Waits and, uh, and, and uh, uh, Chucky is referenced, of course, in the uh, song Chucky's In Love. By Ricky Lee Jones. Chucky's in love. She's singing about Chucky Wise. Uh, Chucky Wise had a terrible drug and alcohol problem. Horrendous. Uh, beyond it, the kind of drug and alcohol problem where junkies are going, stop shooting up, man. And at one point, the story goes that uh, uh, Ricky Lee Jones and Tom Waits, somebody was so messed up at a hotel, there was nothing they could do for him. And the story goes, they left him thinking, we've just left Chucky to die, but he's beyond our help. Chucky lived. Chucky got sober. I saw Chucky and his band at the Central, which later on became the Viper Room. Um, uh, And that's my connection to Tom Waits and Ricky Lee Jones, that they knew Chucky Weiss and I knew him. So those are the two albums that I showed you. And now I'm going to show you a third album because it's Saturday night, okay? So we're going to have a little fun. And this is completely different. Completely different. But that album's completely different. I don't know what the hell that was. From the other two I showed you. A total goof. A total goof, but it was a lot of fun. Here it is. <laughs> I just was taken by the album cover as I was going through my records. Uh, and what is that, ladies and gentlemen? What is that, ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com? That is Quiet Riot Metal Health, and it has the anthem uh, Metal Health and uh, Come On Feel the Noise, which was originally a British ro- uh, skinhead rocker from the 70s. Uh... And really nothing else that's of any note. But uh, Come On, Feel the Noise was a huge hit for Quiet Riot. It was a huge hit in the 70s for a British band called Slade around 1972. But they uh, redid it, and it was a massive hit in the mid-'80s. And uh, uh, that and uh, 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 Bang Your Head, which, of course, was mental health. Bang your head, mental health. So um, anyway, has <laughs> complete departure from Leonard Cohen, complete departure from Tom Waits. Hey, it's a complete departure from Doug Plank or Bobbleheads, but I just got a kick out of it. I remember that I love that song that I always called Bang Your Head. It's actually called Metal Health. If you listen to a fun rave up, one of those sing-along songs where you don't know the words, but you just know the chorus, you just yell, Bang Your Head, Metal la 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 la. That, uh, that is the album right there. Okie doke. Uh, I think that's it for our Saturday night special, ladies and gentlemen. The show goes 30 minutes. Tomorrow, tomorrow, 
I'm going to love you tomorrow. So let me tell you what's going on with us tomorrow. Two events. Not one, but two. Not one, but two. Uh, 2 p.m., our regular time, uh, Living on a Thin Line on Facebook Live, uh, YouTube channel Comedy Schools and Comedy Schools Radio Network.com. Uh, those, uh, those three. And uh, it's at 2 p.m., 7 o'clock tomorrow night, our first live show on Zoom, a paid show. Please purchase a ticket. Uh, you can find them on my Facebook page if you scroll along. Uh, if you're on our email list, you've already got a, an email, uh, but I'm going to repost it. As soon as we're finished here, it'll be right above this show on my Facebook page. It's going to be a Zoom show. Three great comics, Abhinav Goyle, DJ Payne, Travis Minor. All right, we're going to get these comics paid. We're going to get things going again. We're going to get things going again, all right? All right, that's our show for the night. Glad I got to wear the jacket. Glad I got to talk to you. I'll see you, and you'll see me tomorrow at 2 p.m. Thanks a lot, everybody. Good night. All right, YouTubers. I'll see you in my dreams. Hey.